0: How do telcos, cablecos, and other comms providers stack up against digital natives when it comes to customer experience and being customer-centric?
1: Yeah, I think the candid answer is it's a mixed bag, right? So if I look at the clients we serve here in North America as well as global, some do it better, others less so. The irony is there has been no better time for our communication service providers to take on digital natives and serve the SMB community. And our research bears that out, right? So as you're aware, Shivani, we did a ton of research last year through COVID, coming out of COVID on SMB needs, attitude. We've done a lot of research around customer mindsets, which are the mindsets that best predict customer growth patterns. And there are a few themes that come out of all of this research, which I think are interesting. Number one, SMEs are investing a lot more than they ever had before, right? So if you look at information, communication, technology, everything that's part of a digital transformation for a small business, they're investing in it massively. Number two, even though they're investing in it, they are really worried about the level of complexity associated with making those decisions, right? It's so lots of software, lots of hardware decisions, lots of vendors to go work with. So they all want to kind of simplify it and work with fuel providers. And number three, when we ask them who they want to work with, communication service providers are usually top of that list Mm -hmm. because there's a huge amount of trust that communication service providers have built through COVID by coming through for these businesses. So I think the opportunity, the data shows that the opportunity is there, but I think our CSP clients vary in terms of their ability to take advantage of that opportunity.
0: Yeah. Todd, have you really experienced this exact thing?
2: We have. For the longest time, we just thought about the products that we provided in the marketplace, right? That's how we innovated. And now we're really stepping back and, and focused on solutions. It's how do we put all our products together to meet the needs of our businesses that we want to go support. And then we think about what Sanjay was saying about this digital aspect. Everyone wants to be, um, be there for their customers where they operate. So we're trying to now be more digital But when you think about how we operate digitally, it's not just about growth, it's about where we can help and service our businesses too. And so we've made a real big push to say, instead of you having to talk to a human to get a billing question, or if you need to find your account balances, that's all digital. And it's really, we're seeing great NPS feedback from our customers that they're happy to be self-serviced on anything care related or troubleshooting issues. And then on the growth side, one of the things that we've done a lot, Sanjay's helped us out actually on this is when you realize that most of small businesses out there, as well as large businesses are using the internet to shop, to get educated, to learn about the solutions out there, you have to really marry up how your digital assets support what you are talking to them with your sales folks and or if it's a if you're a, a real buy flow opportunity for them to purchase on their own. So you know, some of the work we've done with Accenture on this point has helped us because, We recognize our customers are coming to the website to research and get information. We hadn't figured out how to marry up our sales actions to what we're seeing on the website, when we should actually target them and how we should message them. And so I think that's really part of that whole omni-channel strategy is we know they're going to talk to a lot of different people or they're going to shop a lot of different ways, but our job is to link it together so that when we talk to them, they understand and are aware of all our solutions, and we're aware of what they've been looking at and what they've been shopping for.
0: So how are you looking at making then that pivot specifically, if you can give a few examples, Todd, to be more customer-focused, right, within the Comcast SMB business? Basically, how, how what are you doing in order to meet the customer where they are?
2: So if you think, so we have a bunch of different sales channels, but one of the ones that really speaks to this, I think, is how we target customers. What we've done is we built campaigns that looked at each segment of our population and determined first what message that we want to have for those customers and those prospects. And then we actually determined how and when we want to reach out to them for different methods. Sometimes we want to email them followed up by a phone call. Sometimes we want to email them followed up by a direct mail piece. Sometimes we want to email them and just do a second email. And so we basically have to meet each type of customer wants to be interacted with differently, typically based on a segment or their vertical. And so we've built campaigns for each of those type of verticals to be more in line with how those
1: customers want to be communicated to.
0: Sanjay, anything else you'd like to add to this with uh, maybe specific examples?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I were to take you know the very example that Todd just mentioned and provide some additional color around that, I think as you pivot from being product-focused to Customer-centric focus. Absolutely. So maybe just to you know build on the example that Todd just provided, I think part of you know the pivot from being product-focused to customer-centric focus requires investments in areas that are absolutely core. So, for example, customer data. We know that when you look at SMBs, they're constantly moving. They're opening, they're closing, they're opening new locations. And so one of the things that you struggle with is how do I make sure I have the right customer data to send those campaigns out? So from an Accenture standpoint, we're using interesting AI and ML techniques, right? To be able to augment the customer data that our clients have. Another aspect would be most of our CSP, CSPs tend to bombard their clients with a lot of email campaigns, right? And so some of the stuff that we've been doing with Todd is how do we get more focused on when to actually send those campaigns out? So a lot of research shows us, for example, that the best time to cross-sell, upsell a new customer is within the first 45 to 120 days, right? So how do we use that window to intelligently send them the right communication, the right offers that they will respond to effectively? So I think there's a lot of there's a lot of plumbing behind being customer centric that I feel our clients need to invest in, and many like Comcast business are investing in.
0: But Todd, why would the customers come to you for this? Why not any of the other competitors? or for that matter, even digital natives? Why Comcast? business?
2: Well, look, I would say, first of all, we have great products. So these products we've turned into solutions. So I think that's number one. But actually what we've done, and we've made a real concerted effort across our company to do more than just offer great solutions to our prospects and customers. We've launched efforts to to be more socially conscious. So we have our RISE program. This is targeting our minority-owned businesses to support. We know during COVID especially, their businesses were hit hard. And so we've made an effort from a social outreach perspective. With our RISE program, we've donated over $12 million to small businesses in year one. And next year, we're now gonna expand RISE to not just target minority-owned businesses, but also female-owned businesses so that we can even expand the net bigger. We also look at NPS every month. Each executive calls customers every month to understand how we're doing. Because we recognize not only do we need great solutions, We've got to be a good partner to the businesses and our communities. And that also showed up in how we worked with customers during COVID. We know customers were hit hard. Some of them hit harder than others. And so we worked on specific billing plans for our customers so that during their hard times, they could still support their businesses with our solutions. And we did the same thing with our employees. We made sure our employees felt safe during COVID, whether that where they worked remotely and or had the right PPE to support them and keep them safe. So for us, I think it's not just the great solutions, but it's being a good partner to our business and community and just to be a good social uh, company in the marketplace.
0: Love this. But then is this really delivering results? Where is the impact uh, from these changes that you're seeing, Todd?
2: Well, I think they show up in two places. First, you look at our the first is important as you look at our top line. Revenue growth coming out of a pandemic, there was no play, but Comcast, as we reported, we've had a great year. Our results are up more than we would have ever expected coming out of a pandemic. So we're very comfortable with our top line revenue growth, but then actually we also look at NPS. I touched on this a little bit earlier, but we watch this all the time and we see our NPS scores at all time highs. So we see it on both sides. We see how customers are showing us with their purchasing, but they're also telling us that they're happier the way Comcast is treating them and supporting their businesses.
0: That's great, Sanjay. Uh, Maybe you could provide a few examples of the impact that we see communication service providers actually having with this pivot? Uh,
1: Absolutely. In fact, uh, I can provide a pretty good example that should resonate well with Todd, too, because we did the work at Comcast Business. So these omni-channel campaigns that Todd was talking about, right, but we're really focused on specific segments what's the customer value proposition a couple of years ago we ran 17 campaigns right and we tested those campaigns across a pilot group and a control group Uh, so the control group you know basically had you know existing data existing campaigns and the pilot group had the benefit of all the things that Todd and I were talking about I think on the 17 campaigns we beat 16 campaigns on every single sales metric that we had identified right and we beat those metrics by about 12 to 15%. So that's like a very tangible example you know, of how when you're, when you're omni-channel focused, really focused on your customer, you've got the right data, you've got the right insights, you've got the right marketing sales motions, you can drive much uh, better business results compared to BAU practices.